0: Autoline Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence.
1: This is Autoline Daily for August 27, 2010, and now the news. In a sign of how significantly the Chinese market has become, the Wall Street Journal reports that Hyundai is now selling more cars in China than it does in its home market of South Korea. But Hyundai is still trying to overcome public perception in China that it makes cheap, low-quality cars. And in a move that'll sound familiar to customers outside of China, Hyundai is relying on new styling and a five-year, 100,000-mile warranty to help change those perceptions. In yet another preview of what's coming up at the Paris Auto Show in a few more weeks, Chevrolet released a photo of the production version of the upcoming Chevy Orlando. The seven-passenger, multi-purpose vehicle is built off the same platform as the Chevy Cruze and shares much of the same mechanicals. And it is the first of seven more vehicles that Chevrolet will introduce in the European market over the next year and a half. The EPA is getting very close to announcing whether it will allow the ethanol blend rate in gasoline in the United States to rise to 15%. Today, the maximum allowed is 10 percent. In a significant move, Wards reports that the Alliance of Automobile Manufacturers is trying to slow the effort down. It and other groups want to see more testing to see if E15 is safe. Well here's my auto line insight. I believe automakers are worried that if the blend rate is raised, they'll lose all their cafe credits for flex fuel vehicles that can run on E85. You know, they don't need more testing to see if E15 is safe. They already sell cars in Brazil that run on E22, and they've been doing that for years. Here's an astonishing bit of news. According to the Los Angeles Times, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety says that drivers talking on the phone and Toyota's unintended acceleration recalls are distracting people from more important safety issues. One of the nation's leading safety advocacy groups is saying that recalls and distracted driving are not top concerns? (laughs) That's hard to believe. The article quotes Adrian Lund, president of the IIHS, as saying that Toyota's recalls and driver's cell phone use diverts attention from initiatives that have far greater potential to save lives. Some of the initiatives the organization is advocating includes restricting the speed of commercial trucks, stepping up law enforcement including red light cameras, and lowering overall speed limits. The IIHS claims these changes would have a bigger positive impact on traffic safety than congressional hearings or recalls. In somewhat related news, The LA Times reports that unsafe drivers in Afghanistan are taking a toll on America's efforts to fight the Taliban. Here's a number for you. More than half of all Afghan army injuries are from vehicle crashes. Half! The problem has to do with a lack of resources. More than 80% of the recruits are illiterate, and most have not driven anything more complicated than a horse-drawn cart. Piloting a Humvee is challenging for trained troops, let alone someone that can't even read. The U.S. military knows this is an issue, and it's implemented driver training classes for Afghan soldiers. Hey, are you an Apple fanatic? No, not the fruit. The company. Do you camp out in front of your favorite store for days just to get the latest gadget? If so, we have got the perfect car for you. According to Autoblog, german aftermarket tuner brabus has kitted out an s-class mercedes with everything your steve jobs loving heart could ever desire beyond the usual luxury amenities this thing has two rear mounted display screens a 64 gigabyte ipod touch a larger headliner mounted screen and two ipads both of which are tied into the car's command system That's a lot of technology crammed into the back seat, but don't think that Brabus has forgotten about the driver. This Benz is powered by a modified 6.3 liter 750 horsepower V12 engine. Now that should be more than enough to keep the driver entertained, as long as he's not distracted by all those screens. As part of its one Ford strategy, the Ford Motor Company got rid of all the other car companies it had bought. Did the company learn anything from this effort? We'll be talking with one of the top executives at Ford right after this. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Lewis Booth is the chief financial officer of Ford, effectively the number three executive in the company, after chairman Bill Ford and CEO Alan Mulally. Lewis Booth is my guest this weekend on AutoLine Detroit, and in the following clip he talks about the lessons Ford learned in getting rid of all the other car companies that it had spent billions to buy.
0: You have to be great at your base business. Because if you're not great at your base business, everything else is just another diversion. And we clearly uh, lost our competitiveness in certain parts of our business in certain parts of the world. And you can never make up for that by running Jaguar Land Rover profitably or running Volvo profitably or whatever. So, to me, the real lesson is: you know, before you think about anything else, make sure you're great at what you. At what your what your real base is, make sure you're world class, and then if you've got energy, uh, capital management resource available, then you can think about other things. But if you ever lose track of your base, you're on the way to somewhere you don't want to be.
1: You can see the entire interview with Lewis Booth later today at our website, Autoline Detroit. TV. And joining me for that interview are Bill Vlasic from the New York Times and Chubba Cheta, former editor of Car and Driver magazine. And that's it for today's report on the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.